Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode features the fifth installment of Honest Conversations. In this episode, digital media manager Alcina Lloyd interviews Montel Watson, the director of corporate strategy at Movement Mortgage, about the impact Black Lives Matter had on the U.S. housing market. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Caliber Home Loans is committed to helping customers at all stages of homeownership. Whether you're the first in your family to buy a home or just a first-time home buyer, our focus is on getting you into the home of your dreams and helping you stay there. Contact Caliber Home Loans if you'd like to learn more. I'm your host, Alcina Lloyd, and this is Honest Conversations. Honest Conversations is a show that provides listeners with a greater perspective on how race, housing, and wealth intersect and what experts are doing to close the gap. Today, I'm joined with Montel Watson, the Director of Corporate Strategy at Movement Mortgage. Hey, what's up, Austin? Thanks for having me again. Of course. We're so happy to have you on the show. Montel, as you know, 2020 was a significant year for Americans as the coronavirus pandemic, social and political unrest, and economic distress transformed the American landscape. While all of these factors isolated seemed unrelated, they all intertwined during a time when Americans were struggling socially and financially. In March of 2020, when both the COVID-19 pandemic and Black Lives Matters protests began to dominate news headlines nationwide, the housing industry began to have serious conversations about how race and wealth impacted home ownership. Montel, let's go back to March 2020. What were you feeling during this time? Oh, man, that is a that's a tough question, right? So March 2020, you know, when everything was was starting to unpack and happen, it's a, it was an emotional time. It was a very emotional time and, you know, the, you have the pandemic hitting and just being unsure of kind of what's next. Right. Uh, and then you have the, the social unrest, which, um, you know, me being a black man in America, um, man, that brought back a lot of emotions. Um, and, you, you know, having to relive a lot of, uh, of my past experiences and emotions it was difficult to deal with, um, but you know, in the industry and, and being a, a sales leader in the industry, I, I felt that it was very important for me to stand up and lead our team through it. You know, because it was a lot going on with you know, you have the social unrest like you mentioned, and then you have the pandemic and people losing their life and losing loved ones. You know, I have team members on my team that have been uh, impacted by the pandemic, right? Both from family members, you know, being sick as well as, um, you know, financially they having family members, right, be, being being impacted. So it was a it was a time that was, um, you know, a, a lot of emotions and uh, were kind of uh, in the air. 
And I agree, it was a very difficult time as almost everyone has since been impacted by the pandemic. During that time, while all this was happening, Black Lives Matter became a national hot topic. What were some of the conversations you were having with your colleagues? You know, I think that it started to raise a a lot of great conversations and, you know, uh, individuals wanting to have the conversation. I think that was probably one of the the, the more important things is being open to um, having the conversation and listen Um, and just understanding that, you know, people of color sometimes have a different experience in America. Um, And, you know, having that conversation, we, um, you know, we even had uh, our black loan officers. We had a um, uh, an internal, um, you know, uh, LO. We call them our our LO lives. Um, and we had our black loan officers um, just talk through the experience that they have. That where, you know, sometimes they deal with unconscious biases that you know other people may not be dealing with. Um, you know, one loan officer gave a great example of where she had a, uh, you know, she had uh, different business cards, right? where she would leave in offices, one where it had her picture and one that did not, um, you know, for the specific reason of the color of her skin. Right. So um, it was a, it was a time where I was having a lot of good, honest conversations um, where a lot of people were open to, to listening and, and, you know, how it is, it's like starting to have the conversation is an important piece. Right. So just a lot of good, open, and uh, honest conversations being had during that time. Yes, and as the protests were growing, it was around this time data began to show that the virus was impacting communities of color at a greater rate, probing questions on America's health equity. In fact, data from APM Research Lab now shows one in 735 Black Americans has died from the virus compared to one in 1,030 white Americans and one in 1,670 Asian Americans. This data not only highlights inequities relating to health care, but also shines a light on how the virus could worsen the economic prospects for Black Americans. Notably, according to data from ProPublica, the economic and health crisis introduced by the pandemic has struck Black Americans especially hard, ranging from the predominance among workers in essential high-risk fields to their larger share of deaths to significant job losses. Montel, it's safe to say these factors could impact the homeownership rate for Black Americans. Can you explain to our listeners what the rate looks like currently and what's at future risk? Absolutely. So I do think the the rate in um, the first quarter of, you know, um, our first or second quarter of 2020, it had a little bit of a, of a bump, right? Um, but the the issue with that, that's that's the macroeconomics of rates being in a fantastic place. Um, the other side of that is that, you know, you have a lot of frontline uh, essential workers that are people of color, right? That are are like you had mentioned the stats of the one in 735 black Americans that died from the virus. So you have a larger amount of people of color um, that are, you know, frontline. Um, and, you know, a lot of individuals were also losing their jobs during this period. Um, and if you look at job data, um, it is also disproportionately um, for black people as well. Right. So um, not having a job hurts the opportunity and is a huge factor, uh, you know, the impacting the home ownership rate of people of color and black people. Right. So and it's interesting thing that you see the tick up of black home ownership, but also with I know some data is lagging right now, but it'd be interesting to see what happens um, to take a look at that data now after people um, are you know losing their jobs due to the pandemic. Um, and, and then also the, the 
absolute atrocities of people losing their lives as well. Um, so, you know, it's a, it is a, it's a, it's definitely a, a tough and, and sad time um, for a lot of individuals, but, you know, I, I do know that many lenders and hopefully more lenders start to come out to, to say, how can we curb these effects and ensure that we do our part to um, balance out homeownership for uh, black people in America? Right, Montel. As minority home ownership became a prominent topic of discussion for the housing industry in 2020, Movement Mortgage was one of the many companies to lead the discussion. In fact, the company published a podcast interview that discussed the topic in detail. Uh, can you talk to us a bit about that episode and how you felt recording it? Absolutely. So, I mean, home ownership for Black Americans is a very, very uh, important. Uh, topic for us at Movement. Um, you know, we feel that anytime any group is marginalized, we want to love on them. We want to find a way to help them. Um, and so that interview, uh, you know, I think we, we've done several interviews um, on this topic. And, you know, we had an interview with, with Casey and myself and, and Adam on our team, um, because at the time this, that was actually put out a few years beforehand and during that one we just wanted to bring it to light that you know with the rate being where it is right now today we have to do something um us as financial institutions have to step out to uh ensure that there's equity across the board for for all people right it's it's important that all people have opportunities to to own homes and in today's environment you know ensure that we bring awareness to it to help more people of color get into homes. You know, we've had several conversations, you know, uh, this year around it, uh, obviously, you know, with tensions being where it is today, uh, we, we um, launched a series called, I think you're referring to the podcast, our series, uh, it's our Untriggered, um, which uh, had the conversation around unconscious biases that we all walk around with today. And, you know, the way I feel about that is that, you know, if, if we can bring, unconscious biases to light and, and make them conscious, it can open people's eyes. Um, it can open people's eyes to things that they may be walking around with that they never realized that they had, both black, white, um, Asian, it doesn't matter, right? Hispanic. We all walk around with different biases that we, we have held since we were kids, quite frankly, um, and not realize it. And so we want to continue to have honest conversations and, you know, we want to help get more people, you know, uh, into homes um, specifically, you know, uh, right now today with black home ownership being at the rate that it is and lagging behind, we want to help more black people get in homes. Well, I'm glad Movement Mortgage is taking up that and championing that cause. Now, this is my favorite part of the interview, as I like to ask each honest conversation guest the same two questions. What is your biggest area of concern for minority home ownership and what can the industry do today to address the home ownership gap? Yeah, I think, um, I, I, you know, I have a big passion around bringing awareness to how important it is and how it can change lives. Right. You know, me owning my first home, there was a stigma in my mind that home ownership wasn't for me, that I couldn't own a home. I mean, I think that lenders, you know, we need to, to, to do a better job to uh, voice the opportunity of home ownership to all markets and all people of color, Black, Hispanic, everything, to help people understand that it is possible. And then on the, on the back end of that, 
ensure that we do everything, you know, within the guidelines to help those individuals get into homes. You know, I think that there is a affordability issue in, in America today uh, in which that is going to be something hard. It, it, it's going to be hard to solve, right? And just because it's hard doesn't mean that we shouldn't attack it and take a long-term approach to say, how do we right some of the past wrongs that we have created, you know, in America today? You know, Black people in America today are um, lagging behind uh, from a home ownership perspective for a reason. If I was you know, trying to get a home decades ago, I wouldn't be able to, right? So I think that having a focus on, in a, in a strategic long-term focus, you know, with, you know, the different organizations, you know, top to bottom, it can't just be a, the lenders. It has to be every single part of the supply chain to raise their hand and say, what can we do to help improve the homeownership gap um, for you know, uh, Black people in America, Hispanic people in America, et cetera, right? So I think it is a consolidated effort you know, from top to bottom of the supply chain. Montel, thank you for joining us today. As always, we loved having you as a guest. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure, Lucinda. Listeners, join us next week for some more Honest Conversations. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Elsina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. That's a wrap for today's episode of Housing Wire Daily. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, and join us again tomorrow.